0: Have your way with us, Holy Spirit. Have your way. Thank you, Jesus. Have your way
1: with us. Lord.
0: Yes, we've been through the day with everything, but right now we are centered in your throne, Lord. Tell Him to stir it up, stir it up in our hearts, Lord. Stir it up in our hearts—a passion for your name. Stare it up in our hearts, Lord. Stare it up in our hearts, Lord. Stare it up in our hearts. A passion for your name. Stare it up in our hearts, Lord. Stare it up in our hearts, Lord. Stare us up, Lord. Stare us up. A passion for your name. Stare it up in our hearts, Lord. Stare it up in our hearts, Lord. Stare it up in our hearts. Passion for your name. Yes, God. Let our lives count for you. Let our lives count, Lord. Yes, God. A passion for you, Jesus. Like never before. Like never before, Lord. Stare it up in our hearts, God. Stir up this passion for your name, Lord. Stir it up, Lord. Yes, God. Thank you for today's teaching, Holy Spirit. Thank you because you're empowering us and causing us to receive revelation in a manner that only you can, Lord. Thank you because we are stirred up by your spirit. We are stirred up to carry you to carry your word, and to allow it be alive in us. Thank you, because every step of this teaching is consecrated by you, Lord. We are right now sitting before your throne and learning of you. Teach us, Holy Spirit. When we hear that word, when we read that scripture, let there be a stirring up inside us, a passion for you, a passion for your kingdom, a passion for your will to be done here. As it is in heaven, God. Stare us up completely, Lord. May we not be moved or stirred up by the things of this world, but by your spirit. Stare us up, God. We know there is more than this, and we go in for that more. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, so yeah, we're gonna read um, Hebrews ten. Hallelujah. I'm excited. Yes, who's reading?
1: <laughs> okay, okay. For the law having a shadow of good things to come, and not the very image of the things, can never, with those sacrifices for which they offer year by year, continually make the commerce there unto perfect. Okay. For then would they not have ceased to be offered? Because that the worshippers once purged should have had no more conscience of sins. But in those sacrifices there is a remembrance again made of sins every year, for it is not possible that the blood of bulls and of goats should take away sins. Amen. They're talking, they talking about the Day of Atonement?
0: Yes, they're talking about the Day of Atonement. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: I just probably had to read it again to make sure I'm like, right. okay, I'm
0: right. Okay, thank you. Yeah, thank you. That's a good place to stop. So what Valerie is talking about the Day of Atonement here is, I just want to back up a little and go back to the beginning, how all of that came about. When Adam and Eve were in the garden, right, they sinned against God. Mm. They fell in the garden. when Instead of listening to or staying in fellowship with the Lord, they chose to listen to the devil. So it's either you choose God or you choose the devil. There is no in between. And God is spirit. They that worship him, worship him in spirit and in truth. So when you yield to the flesh, Mm -hmm. when you yield to the flesh, the flesh is the place where Satan tries to get at us. Right? So he knows the things that will appeal to our flesh, the things that will make us excited about the things of this flesh instead of the things of the spirit. So he knows that if I'm not regenerated, if you tell me, okay, do this and get a million bucks, I'm going to be totally fine with it. He knows that if you cook me a very delicious meal, I'm going to be fine with it. You know, I was listening to somebody the other day and literally she said that, growing up, she had no idea that you weren't supposed to have sex with people until you get married. Wow. Like she had, she never knew about that. So she was just having sex everywhere until she followed a friend to church and she heard it and she was like, what? Yeah, so basically I brought that story in to say that if you don't know that, the flesh will just want to have sex regardless of who it's having that with you know so anything like the flesh will want to deprive other people and have you know be selfish be greedy all of that is what the flesh likes to do hardly do you think that the flesh will want to deprive itself the flesh will not want to sacrifice having something that will excite it for somebody else, it's not gonna give. The flesh will just want all the fun things for itself. Yeah.
1: So, not kind of like it's kind of like when you lose weight, right? Yes. I don't think about of hot water because guess what? You're you're you still have those fat cells that you've developed, and the time you start putting more fat in your mouth. Those fat cells start growing back up again because your flesh liked it like that. So it's going to want to go back the way it is.
0: So exactly.
1: Not, it wants to go back.
0: Wait, right. Valerie, I feel attacked.
1: Uh oh.
0: Uh oh. Oh, why? I'm kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> She's like, I thought i will be done by now. The flesh is like, I thought I should be done. Do I have to really do this? (laughs) But you discipline that flesh, right? You're doing what that flesh doesn't want at all. Flesh is weak. Absolutely. Exactly. So because Adam was told by Satan that, oh, you will be like God if you eat this. You know, God doesn't want you to be like him. He figured, oh, I will be like God. I mean, you are already like God. You are made in God's image. That is a total lie. But it appealed to his flesh because if he was in the spirit, if he allowed his spirit to rule over his thought process, when that lie came to him to boost his flesh, to make his flesh feel elated to be like God, if he did listen to that flesh and listen to his spirit, he would have known that you are already like God. Exactly. Yeah. Hmm. If only we listen to our spirit, we will know that we are already like God. Already. So, what happened in the garden was what caused all of humanity to be more in tune with the flesh than the spirit. Because when they were in tune with God, God's glory clothed them, right? And immediately they listened to their flesh. They recognized that they were naked. Mm -hmm. They lost that glory. They lost that innocence. Their conscience became seared. And what did God do? God sacrificed an animal. Mm. He took the flesh of animals and covered them. Um, yes. That was the first sacrifice. Oh, I hadn't
1: thought about it oh, that way. way. Okay.
0: Alright. So, all along, God is all about restoring his image. Mm. And Satan didn't know. Satan just sat there gloating. Like, I've got them. I've taken over their dominion. And all along, God had a plan. God was like, I started it and I'm going to make sure that I'm going to raise men that will continue to sacrifice animals to clothe man in the innocence he lost. Yes, clothe man in the innocence he lost. And it took the death of an animal because you know, animals are innocent. So even in that day, When they would bring the sin offering, it had to be spotless. It had to not have any blemishes on them. Because all the sin and the evil conscience that man had would transfer into the animal. And then the innocence and the beauty and the perfect nature of that animal will become the nature of the man. So there's a perfect exchange. And so when Valerie was talking about the day of atonement, that was done every year on a specific day called the day of atonement. So the scripture you just read here is saying that that was only a shadow because once the year ended, they were condemned again because the accuser will rise up and say, see, the soul that sins must die. I want them. They must die. So God developed this pattern. Where Moses will come into agreement with him. Abraham will come into agreement with him. And there will be continuous sacrifice. For the atonement of man's sins. The blood will be poured out. What Satan didn't know was that. This process will not continue for all eternity. God The Father, God, the Son, and God, the Holy Spirit had already made a way to redeem man. It was already written that when man falls, it wasn't a surprise to God that Adam fell. They had come into agreement and it was written concerning the Son of God that you, Son of God, you the second person of the Trinity. You will one day Take on this flesh, this flesh that yielded itself over to the devil. You will one day take it on so that you can conquer it. So that you can give man the ability to no longer lust after the flesh anymore. You will give man the power to begin to live by his spirit and enjoy fellowship with God and no longer Live after the passions of his flesh, amen. It was written, and Jesus Christ, I can just imagine the whole process. Jesus is also watching and be like, Yeah, it's coming up, it's coming up. Let them keep doing this yearly thing, it's gonna end one day, and it will no longer be the flesh of animals. God the Father is gonna prepare flesh for me. So that as I overcome this flesh, so that as I nail this flesh to the cross, so that as this flesh dies, like this animals, it is done once and for all. By the time I raise this flesh up, I am going to take it before the presence of the father. And guess what? That flesh, that body is every one of us represented. The body of Christ. Amen.
1: Amen.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that's why the scripture here is saying that it was only a shadow. Shadow. Mm. Okay. Hmm. It's only a shadow. The devil had no clue. He is the accuser. So every year he's waiting. He's waiting. Who is it? Who would do the sacrifice? Whoop! Dead. Whoop! Contempt. Whoop! That's mine. That's why they call. Is it the Grim Reaper? Ah, to come. Yeah, well, Adam lost fellowship with God, and from there on, sacrifices had to be made to clothe man in innocence. Right there in the garden, the Lord made the first animal sacrifice to clothe man. Many years later, God got men to come into agreement for their own redemption by sacrificing animals for purification from their sins. Mm. Even though it's the flesh, it pollutes the soul, right? Right. Could you imagine, though, the guilt that the people, I mean, every year they had this Day of
1: Atonement, and every year they still had, they lived with this guilt. Exactly. You know, and like, I got some more sins, I got to go back and talk to the priest and tell him about all my sins and all this other stuff, and it's like, is it ever going to end? And the guilt had to be eating them alive. You know, oh, like, yes. Yeah. Because it was, in a way, because they didn't have a Savior. Oh.
0: Yeah, it's remarkable. Mm -hmm. So all this plan that God had, had, Satan had no clue. That's why scripture says that if he had known, he would not have crucified the king of glory. He was busy there finding ways to crucify Jesus, right? The betrayal, the selling him over, the piercing, all of that. He thought he was winning. He didn't know that because the Holy Spirit... (laughs) <laughs> the Spirit of God, God the Father and God the Son, because they will not intrude in humanity until humanity comes into agreement with God, they made sure that men throughout generations must come into agreement with God for their redemption. So Jesus Christ couldn't just immediately Adam sin. He couldn't just come and die for, for humanity then. No. It had to take... Generation after generation, making yearly sacrifices on the day of atonement, saying, Lord, we have sinned. Jesus, come and redeem us. So we are sacrificing this animal because we are waiting for you to come and redeem us. So as long as man, who is the custodian of the earth, is agreeing for his redemption, Jesus Christ came. The same thing. Demons are spirit beings. They can't just come and be walking all over here and doing things like they want. No. A man has to say, hey, I sell my soul to you. Come, feel me. Let me be the wicked man. Let me be the thief. Let me be the uh, evil person. Let me make crazy laws that make people suffer. Let me do this. Then those demons will have a body to fulfill their desire on the earth.
1: Because they're nothing but spirit beings.
0: They're nothing but things. Thank, thank you. you. And God has given man dominion over the earth. Yes. And even though we gave it over to Satan, Satan can't come walking on the earth and doing things. We have to say, Satan, take me. That's right. And yeah. the only way we can say, Satan, take me is when we get excited about the things of the flesh. Because the things of the flesh... Appeal to the father of all lies. The devil. Mm -hmm. That is why it's so important for us to operate in the spirit. Because once we operate in the spirit, we're in fellowship with the father of all spirits. Our father. And then we follow his dictates. We're no longer excited about the things of the flesh. Mm -hmm. We're excited about the things of the spirit. I am so excited about my book Spirit 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 God is amazing I can go on and on and think about what the Lord has done so far but you know I just wanted to get on here and thank you so much for all the (laughs) the support and thank you for all the feedback I've been getting. Thank you for purchasing this book and buying for loved ones. Some of you bought like seven copies. Some of you bought like five copies. I am so delighted. God wants us to not only stay on the outskirts and say, Hey, come, come here, come here. He wants us in his kingdom realm with him. He wants to show us heaven. When Jesus Christ tore the veil, when he died and he took us into heaven, he seated us in heavenly places with God. So right now we are in that seated position. <laughs> it is just an endless life of growing. as spirit man. So I found out that when Adam and God were interacting in the beginning. It was all about a spiritual interaction. So he made you and I to have a spiritual interaction consistently. What stopped that? What took us away from that? This is all and so much more you will encounter in street, street, spirit. So I want you right now, I want to encourage you. Go for it. Go grab your copy. Please grab your copy. Tell me about it. Tell me what the Lord is already doing in your life. Tell me what the Lord is doing in the life of the loved one. You will also buy the copy for. I encourage you to give the gift of the Spirit.